Hello guys, welcome to the pilot episode of life. On life we'll be going through issues that plague us as humans and issues that we can all avoid in our journey through life. On life the aim is to discuss, deliberate and prefer solutions to these issues that we'll be, de- we'll be, we'll be talking about. The name is Tolu and with me is my co-host Nibolt. Welcome to life. Um, so, the topic today is uh, going to be police brutality. Yeah. It has been is long pressing, but long pressing issue, and um, based on the fact that there are riots in the US and other parts of the world now, it's only right that we should address it and streamline it to our locality, which is Nigeria. So, the topic yeah. today is police brutality in Nigeria. So, what do you think? Um, what do you think police brutality means? In our okay. okay, so um, police brutality basically is the use of excessive force mm-hmm. to resolve civil issues. Now, a lot of times you see police officers acting uh, unnecessarily aggressively when they are carrying out their duties. And more often than not, in this part of the world, that's Nigeria. It's not because they are trying out they are trying to carry out uh, their duties the right way. It's because they are trying to enrich themselves one way or the other. Or they are trying to get you to uh, part with some money and all of that. So yes, it's it's basically the excessive use of force to resolve civil matters, especially when dealing with civilians. That's proper, that's proper um, definition of it. So we're going to go straight into it because um, there are a lot of points to discuss about. And police brutality is quite um, on the high side. If you choose yeah. to say brutality is on the high side, that means you are either you either want to be blind or you are naive. And I don't believe mm-hmm. that. So. So um, I have causes of police brutality, and we're going to take them one by one. The first cause of police brutality is poor police welfare. Would you like yeah. to address that first? Oh, okay. So um, before I proceed, I just like mm-hmm. to point it out that when you when you when you look at some of these reasons, they yeah. are totally not valid like they, they don't simply explain why anybody should be aggressive actually nothing explains it but some reasons are just outright ridiculous now yeah. i think one of those reasons is poor welfare now i don't see how you being uh paid little should result in you manhandling the people you've been charged with the duty of protecting exactly now this is how it is though a lot of these police officers get paid peanuts and nigerian families are relatively large we have families that the average family is probably um a five member it's it's probably a five member composition and then when you have four other people to take care of apart from yourself yeah 
a lot of money is required for that and considering that they are not paid so well they are not catered for i i don't even think they have a health insurance schemes and even if they do they're probably shoddy uh insurance schemes that don't cater for much now these yeah. officers because of that try to find ways to make more money for themselves yeah. now to do this they go about uh assaulting citizens trying to get them to part with their belongings and money because yeah. in all honesty nobody is going to see you oh that's a police officer he has told me to bring my money nicely i'll give him no but because they they, they want you to, to 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 give it to them without uh, any recourse without any resistance from you actually there's mostly resistance but yeah because yeah. they want to give you they want you to let go of it they become violent and then that's where you see police officers beating up young boys because they look uh, successful and all that. Yeah. that that's that's one of the reasons the poor welfare if they were getting paid enough i mean they wouldn't resource just happen exactly they wouldn't see a random police check as uh, an avenue to enrich their pockets yeah that's a fact so the next cause of police brutality is inadequate slash poor training of police officers i think this is very huge yeah it, it's actually it's this is a very valid uh point a very valid cause now in every in every institution you have uh you have people that are very proficient at their jobs yeah and this is because these people have levels of expertise that no one else uh possesses now the thing is in the police force you have this officers lacking in expertise they are pushed into the force hastily and they are not they are not trained well enough in fact some of them don't 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 get trained on how to interact with citizens they don't get trained on how to de-escalate situations yeah. now when when there is a crime call or there is an issue to resolve yeah. the best way to handle it is to uh douse tensions and uh communicate effectively all of these things yeah. are not taught during their trainings and they rush them and just throw them into society and then what do you have you have uh, police officers that don't know what the, the, the full description of their uh jobs yeah, are. Yeah, yeah they don't they don't know what is what some of them don't even know the law they are supposed to enforce and so it's really it's it's really sad i think yeah. more has to be done in the area of training because when you when you don't when you don't train your officers there's what exactly we need to do better in the aspect okay um, moving on to the next course is lack of contentment and greed this is something that's very very disturbing it is very disturbing. because 
if 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 you are now when when I hear law enforcement, I expect people that are uh, morally upright. I expect people that have uh, an honor code they go by. But yeah. a lot of this of like like when we treated the first cause, yeah. um, I said something. I said poor welfare is not reason enough for you to go around yeah. brut- brut- brutalizing citizens because. Yeah. When you have a moral compass that dictates how you operate, yeah, you'll find a way around living with the what body, you have. Exactly, living with what you have, the, the little stipends they give them, and all of that. Yeah. And even if you don't find a way around it, your conscience, your moral standing won't allow you to do the things that. To step out of line. Now, a lot of these officers are greedy. Yeah. Because greed, 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 greed spurs it. It spurs and it feels crime. It feels theft, and that's what these officers do when they try to yeah. when they try to get people to give them money. When they try to extort people, they are stealing. Yeah. And this is this is fueled by greed, lack of contentment, the desire to have more. Than is more than more than is available to them at that time and period. Now, this is not exonerating the system that has failed them grossly because a system that doesn't cater to your welfare has failed you. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not that's not to exonerate the system, but then if you have a value uh, value code, honor code, you have principles. Yeah. Poor welfare should not push you into doing stuff like that and mm. that's where this greed comes in they're just plain greedy greedy mm. and not contented with well it's hard to be contented really where you have five people to take care of and you have 70,000 naira, you can only manage yeah that's 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 definitely you can only manage mar- I think that's where morality comes in play exactly and that's where you tell your, your yourself, calm down. There are other ways to go about this. There's no need to get right. greedy. It's it's greed yeah. that would make you want to take someone's property by force. And when they say they're yeah. not they're not handing it over to you, you start beating them up, you lock them up and keep them until they, they succumb to your pressure. So yes, greed greed needs to be officers need to have a strong uh Moral standing, yeah, strong moral standing. All right. Um, the next course is lack of experience. Huge call. Okay. Um, lack of experience in this context, I'll take is number one. Uh, officers not knowing enough to carry out their duties because. Yeah. Uh, an officer that is a day old who has been trained properly should yeah. know that these are the do's and don'ts of my profession. But an officer that doesn't yeah. have that experience, that lacks it, will go into the field and do those things, commit those atrocities and think, oh, 
I'm a police officer, so anything I do is justified. But no, yeah. when you're operating within the confines of the law, you have to follow the law. The moment you step out of the confines of the law, you're committing a crime. You're yeah, a criminal. You're, you're a criminal. And that's what a lot of these guys are. When you look at them, the way they speak, the way they address you, no form of... Uh, 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 no form regard. of no no regard, no uh, human interpersonal relationship skills. They just lack everything, and you can you can you can inter you can merge poor training and lack of experience together. They can come yes. together and form one reason because they go hand yes. in hand. When you're not trained properly, you lack the experience to operate in the field. And so these officers, like I said, would go into the society, see something as, as minor as uh, a traffic offense, and then apply force, use buttons on people. Shouldn't be so. When there's a traffic offense, you tell them what they've done. Most of them know what they've done. You tell them what they've done. Apply the necessary uh, punishments. Take, take down their details. Send them a ticket for them to pay a fine or something. Not beat them up until they give you money that is not going to be documented as a fine. Yeah. Because that's what they yeah. do most of the time. They just extort people. Yeah. They, they, don't really, yeah. they don't really care about uh, carrying out the rules that are stipulated and all of yeah. that. So yes, lack of experience. That, that's basically what it is from my point of view. <laughs> The next cause of um, police brutality is um, corruption. <laughs> corruption. I, th- so I think <laughs> it does. It does. And I think corruption is it's bigger than a- anything we've seen so far. All of the all of the reasons it's bigger than all of the reasons we've mentioned so far because corruption, when it takes root in a system, becomes endemic, and. Yeah. Then you have it going over multiple cycles, over a... and and yeah. and in Nigeria, when you look at the police force, just if you have any police friend or friend that has a police friend, just or a relative. any a relative, just ask around, you discover that a lot of these police stations have targets they go by. Now, who 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 sets these targets? The bosses. The big orgas they tell them okay um python squad you're going out this week i expect returns of five million naira. now <laughs> police officers are not businessmen they are not yes. traders they are not uh private entrepreneurs and all of that where do you expect them yes. to get five million naira from before the end of the week now to, to, to get this amount, what they do is they brutalize citizens. Because like I said earlier, yeah. to obtain possession and money, they use force. Now, yeah. mind you, the 5 million era is not for the Nigerian government or the Nigerian police force. Never. It's, not, it's, not for, Never. it's not for community development. It's for their treat is for the treatment of themselves is so they live lavish so they live above their pay grades and yeah. what causes the need to live above your pay grade greed 
Oju Kokoro, as they would say in Yoruba. <laughs> it, it's really sad. And then, and then this this orgas instruct the boys that go go out to the field, and then they don't get caught. Of course, the Nigerian system is very very uh, sad to look at when it comes to the justice aspect and uh, the meting out of justice. Now, these officers yeah. progress in their careers. They go, they go until they get to the top. Then you have an IGP that was once uh, a tasker. Yeah. Now nobody knows this, and he has probably changed, or uh, maybe not. But then you have these young boys that grew in the system with things like this in place. Now, when they get to those yeah. positions, oh, a certain continuous cycle. Exactly, a certain Mister Kunle back then will tell us to bring five million naira. Now, if I do this, can make enough money, buy myself a nice car, you know, enrich myself basically, and no one will know because what? I'm a police officer, the law backs me. And so yeah. this 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 former uh pawns that were used to extort citizens and brutalize citizens become the mm. ogres, give instructions to a new set of boys, and the cycle just continues like that and then you have even with even with even with proper training uh and better welfare you discover that the greed of some of these officers the large appetites they've developed won't allow them to stop this process hence me hence me saying it it, it becomes corruption is endemic once it gets its place in the system yeah yeah very valid very valid um the next um point is power drunkenness i think this is this uh, actually was one of the reasons why um george floyd was killed yeah god rest his soul god rest his soul it's but really this sad it's big power drunkenness in police force yeah now when you when you look at now in 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 sena climbs permit me to use that word in sena climbs you mm. you see officers with weapons. Now, in the United yeah. States and other places, they have pistols. In the United Kingdom, yeah. I don't think the officers carry guns. Yeah. Except there's an emergency call out or a crime in progress. Yeah. yeah. But that's the that's that's different in Nigeria. In Nigeria, our officers go about in broad daylight with with AK-47 AK, AK, AK rifles. Like, why are you carrying a rifle? You're not in a war zone. You're not going after robbers. People. You're just supposed to ensure that citizens are orderly. Citizens do not break the rules and all of that. But no, that that's not the case. And because of this, these officers know they have the ammunition. They have the firepower. And one thing that, yeah. that, that scares every human being Okay, okay, not every human being, but a large, a large proportion of human beings is death. Death is scary, and no one, yeah. no one wants to die miserably. Now, some people might not be scared of death, but dying—I'm not actually—dying dying a meaningless death is definitely not, not the way because on the plan. exactly. Yeah. Now, these officers know that when you see the gun, you call in fear, and they are not scared to use it. I mean. We've had cases of numerous cases of officers being trigger happy and causing lots of havoc. 
they're not scared to use their guns mm. to brutalize citizens. And since they know you power, you, you cower in fear, what do they do? They take advantage of you and they brutalize you all in the name of effecting the, the law. Just the law. Yeah, justice. And it's, it's, it begs the question, do our officers really need to be that armed? Now, yes, as, as a police officer, you need protection. What you don't need is an AK-47 rifle. When you're just at the checkpoint, it check doesn't point. make any sense. And some, and yeah, another thing is, these checkpoints are mostly illegal. They are set up for the purpose yes. of extorting money. Of extortion. I mean, you see so crazy. You shit. see so many checkpoints that don't even make sense. You can you can get yes. stopped and someone will ask you for your dog's breeding license. Like, what's that, bro? You said they, I mean, they ask for stupid things, and when when they see when they see you have all those things completely, that's where the power junkiness comes in. And one yeah. statement I saw a tweet a, a few days ago, and the tweet was yeah. this: one statement. Oh, I think it was from Rema. I'm not sure. And the tweet was: yeah. one thing that annoys police officers the most is the statement, "I know my rights." Well, yeah, it was very much. Yeah, the moment the moment they, they, they hear these words, I know my rights. They get on edge, get, and then yeah. they ask you, "Do you do you know who I am? Are you questioning my authority? Will you teach me my job?" And they do all sorts. And in the process of trying to affect the authority, they brutalize citizens, they beat them up, they throw them in vans. They basically operate outside of the constitution, and this really needs to end. It really does. Yeah. Okay, um the next cause of police brutality is drug abuse on duty. It should not be happening. You see police officers taking drugs, abusing drugs with the so-called agboros are supposed to protect citizens from I mean it's 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 it's, it's hard to wrap your head around. <laughs> you are a you're law enforcement agent. And mind you, a lot of these substances they abuse. Now, booze is not illegal in Nigeria. I mean, it's not illegal yeah. anywhere. But yeah. but in Nigeria, marijuana is not legal. A lot of these yeah. substances are not legal, but our officers have access to them. They use them actively, mm. and they use them in the line of their duty. Like of like every like we know that almost in fact a lot of people use a lot of people use but but then you don't you don't use when you're about to work especially considering that your work is very sensitive now imagine a, a drunk surgeon <laughs> that's a death sentence yeah and that's the case with a lot of these officers you see you see an officer drunk at 11 a.m or 2, 2 p.m and how do you know? It's 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 so bad that you can smell it from their breath. You smell the booze. Yeah. You can see it from their incoherent conversations, their aggressiveness, and all of that. And that's why these officers, the moment you oppose them during an argument or anything, they cut their guns and 
they cock their guns right hand. Boom. A life is ended. It, re- it really is sad. And I feel a lot of attention needs to be paid to this. Drug abuse yeah. while on duty. It is not right and should not continue. Takes us to the next point. Um, poor monitoring of police system and personnel. Now, this is this is, uh, this is a process that can... Non- yeah, it's, it's, it's a process that is non-existent in Nigeria. And yeah. in all honesty, the, the, the police force in Nigeria is is much better than we perceive it. Now, growing up, I used to think the, the police force was just um, officers on the road and a couple of officers in the police stations to work out your bill proceedings and then they keep you in the cell overnight. It's much more than that. We have yeah. detectives. We have yeah. uh, officers that yeah. do a lot of background uh, processes and all of that. And then we have the bosses that have to supervise everything. Now, yeah. leaving your office to supervise may be hard. In fact, it's very hard considering the amount of workload they have to deal with. But there's something that can yeah. automate the process. And that is introducing body cams, body cameras. Now, yeah. in the United States, yeah. when we have this brutality incidents, uh, apart yeah. from the fact that the justice the justice system favors officers. You have evidence, yeah. hard evidence. You have body cam mm. footages showing how officers were overly aggressive. And then you can move from there. But in Nigeria, mm. where you have absolutely no clue, it's it's your word against the word of an enforcement agent. And then they'll say, yeah. oh, he's, he's the police officer here. You're probably lying just to get uh, off the hook for a crime you committed. But now when you have when you, when you yeah. give every police officer a body camera and you tell him and you tell them rather when you're going out your body cams should be on at all times your dash cams should be on at all times anybody that comes back without footage for their operations within the day will be charged with destroying evidence and then this legislation yeah. le- is seen through to the letter and these officers are prosecuted to yeah. serve as a warning to everybody. And then they act within the confines yeah. of the law. Now, this yeah. also pairs with corruption. You can't eliminate mm-hmm. one and leave the other. Now, if you eliminate poor, the poor yeah. supervision and you still have corruption, these body camera footages will be sat upon and they won't see the light of it because yeah. these officers that are corrupt use the... Uh, subordinate officers to perpetrate crime and then when everything blows up in their face what do they do they have to protect themselves because if these officers are outed they'll be left in the dust too so corruption has to be eliminated in fact everything has to be eliminated because one 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 is the consequence of the other one is uh fueled by the other one is encouraged by the other and uh Poor supervision can be, like I said earlier, in conclusion to this particular cause of police brutality, poor supervision can be reduced a bit by 
uh, introducing body cameras. And now, apart from introducing body cameras, proper serving of justice. Because if you have body camera footages showing clear evidence of crimes being committed by police officers and you have no convictions, it it, it sends a message to them that, oh, I can do, I can commit crime and get away with it. And it shouldn't be so. Yeah. Yeah. The um the next cause of police brutality is poor recruitment process. <laughs> this is this is this is, is is bad because you have you have officers that have maybe um, school certificates, first school leaving certificates, uh, joining the force. Now this is not a bad thing. But it becomes a bad thing when the process is relaxed to an extent where literally everybody gets in. Now, when the recruitment process is tight, what it means is the crop of officers that you have joining the police force will be officers that are elite. Officers that know enough to carry out their duties. Now, of course, it's not it's not their it's yeah. not their duty to educate themselves. They they have to do a bit of learning in the area of personal development. But the but the main duty lies with the yeah. agency to make sure that only the right people get through. And when these people get through, they get the right amount of training. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay, um so um I, this is not a cost per se, but I think it's uh it's something that has been going on and on is is perceived is a is a stereotype that is perceived by africans and basically nigerians as very and i think it's very yeah. modern it's the um the way people address uh, people that are not formally dressed or people that they don't that don't fit the picture that they paint of a morally person yeah. in their head and that's if you are, if you your hair is dyed, or, or you tattoos. have dreadlocks, or you're stabbing, or, or you have tattoos, or you feel, or if you are not dressed decently, yeah. some other random way they paint people in their head. I think the cases have been on a high on people that are dressed, that are not dressed uh, decently. In quotes, every to them. every other month on Nigerian Twitter, there's been. And SARS. Stop SARS. There have been hashtags yeah. and all of that because these officers do too much. You see them brutalizing yeah. citizens that work legally for their money. But what's their crime? They are yeah. young, they look flamboyant, and they were just existing. It's really sad. It's really sad. Yeah. And unless this stereotypical uh, thought processes and ideologies are nipped in the bud. We'll still have office officers that would stop a good Nigerian and try to extort him because oh, he's a Yahoo boy. And funny enough, some mm. of these officers know that these guys are legitimate, but as per they are greedy, they are corrupt, power drunk, and all the other factors, they still carry on with what yeah. they want to do. Everything, Everything goes hand in hand, hand yes. eventually. 
So um, we're going to talk about um, the cases. We have about three cases to discuss. Um, cases that, if handled properly, they would have not ended the way they ended. So um, the first case is um, about Samani Musab, a, a 22-year-old man, young man that just got back from India after bagging his degree in computer science. And he had barely spent four months in Nigeria before he got killed. Okay, he was at the northern part of the country, yeah. that's Kano State. And he got back sometime in August. And his father opened a rice meal store for him. He handled the business so well that his father had to leave it for him at the point because his, his son was that smart and he was doing well. So sometime in December, he, his um Samani got a call from a customer that he was coming to the store to pay off his debts. And Samani said um was when they going to um yep. store. So on his way there, he kicked a pep driver. Yeah, those guys need to check. They do absolutely too much. Too much. Actually actually scratched his car and this guy is very cool-headed because he was um arguing or rather he was trying to settle the case from his car he wasn't even coming out he wasn't going to come out he was just going to settle it from his car and then there was a police officer guarding a bank by that time it was about 11 a.m and he stepped in to intervene Eyewitnesses say that the police officer was drunk. This this is one of this, this is one of the things we talked about. Why would you be? Why would your senses be inhibited at that time of the day? And you say you actually want to carry out your duty. You understand. So he he stepped in to um, deliberate on the matter, and eventually, um, for no just no just cause he pulled his trigger and shot Samani yeah. on his yeah. neck before he got to the hospital he died this is, this is me. I, I almost lost my mind when I saw this thing and the boy's father didn't even know how to react I think he went into he went into um, a coma or something I can't really remember but I know the boy's father was, was almost it's, losing his it's mind it's really sad and this is the reality in Nigeria and every other place where police brutality is prevalent. People just die meaningless deaths. People that had promising futures gone just like that. I really hope this, this comes to an mm. end. It's sad. Soon enough. It has to. The second case is um I think it's quite prominent, but it's not in a good way at all. Is infamous. It's the case of um, Tiamu Kazim, oh, yeah. ex Remo Stars player. Yeah, very sad story. He he was on his way somewhere, and I think SARS officials stopped him, and they had a conversation with him. I don't know where he led to, but when fresh reports came out, the officers claimed that he ran into yeah. a moving vehicle but due to further investigation they found out that um 
the officers got into the car and I don't know they were driving somewhere. I don't know where they were driving, so they put him into the car too. It was somewhere around Chagamu Ogun State and they pushed him out of the vehicle. Now Oh no. It, it's 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 just it's mind-boggling that you call yourself human and then you 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 commit something that heinous because when you push someone out of a moving vehicle, you're pushing the person onto a tarred road. Now tarred roads are very hard. Yeah. The oh, it's nah, it's yeah. just inhumane. It's sad and. There is no, there is no, there is no way to mince words or sugarcoat it. The officers that, yeah. that were involved are criminals. They are thugs, yeah. and they deserve the full sentence possible for murder because that's what it was. Like, how do you explain throwing someone out yeah. of a moving vehicle apart from the fact that you intended to kill them? It's it's Killed really person. sad. I mean. Crazy. I think you should take the last case for okay, us. So, um, this happened pretty recently. Happened about two weeks ago, yeah. if I'm correct. And and this is really heartbreaking for me. Not for any personal reasons, but it was. Uh, it was a 16-year-old girl who was not involved in any altercation with officers. She had li- she literally had no business with them, yet she died. Now, <sighs> this is the case of Tina Tina uh, Ezekwe. Um, it happened yeah. on... Uh, I can't remember the date anyway, but it happened in the night. It was yeah, me, me. about two weeks ago. It happened in the night. Yeah when the 8 p.m. curfew was still in place. Now, a bus, a, a bus, a downfall yeah. driver was out that late and the officer was trying to effect an arrest and I think the, the, the downfall driver was a bit reluctant and in, in, in a bid to get the downfall driver to do his bidding, the officer shot sporadically and now, he injured about two people and sadly killed Tina. Now, there were two officers uh, involved and the reports were that these uh, officers were under the influence. And this, this it, it's just a problem. Like, when your senses are lowered, there's a tendency to make mistakes and now you you give these people yeah. guns it's inevitable it's, it's just really sad only the only the only silver lining from all of this is the fact that these officers have been apprehended and soon enough they'll be charged to court my hope is that they are punished under the full weight of the law they deserve, it. they deserve it. God, God, God rest Amen. your souls. So, um, we, um, I'm going to talk about uh, 
the personal yeah. encounter I had, I might just say one from time I had in um, between uh, a police police officers. This was sometime in sometime in December. So actually, the last day of December, the last day of 2019, 31st. that was December yeah. 31st. I got back from work, and I my sister had her, a birthday dinner, yeah. her birthday dinner at uh, a restaurant on the on Victoria Island. So I got back to work. I got back from work, and I had to change and go meet up with her. And then on my way to the venue, I was stopped at um, the shop right at um, Jakondi, yeah. that's Sekumo, by um, SAS officers that were in Mufti. So basically, they, they go, who are you, blah, 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 because I was dressed in all black. I was going for a dinner. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to dress nice. Have. Yeah, so, and they're like, who are you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I just go back from work. I show them my IDs and I'm going to my sister's birthday dinner. And there was a camouflage bandana on the dashboard. And they were like, why do you have a camouflage bandana on the dashboard? I don't see no is um, is it crime, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, my uncle works in the army. And they're like, oh, sorry, Oga, Novex, blah, blah, blah. And the perception, the way the, the, um, the attitude, yes, the way the attitude was at the, um, initial conversation it just changed right ra- ra- rapidly and they were like ah that's they didn't mean to trouble me blah 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 that can go and i'm mm-hmm. like no everybody gets that lucky because if i didn't have um the bandana on the dashboard or if i didn't was... have um exactly would have ended very yeah, very it, badly it's terrible it ended badly I, it's very, very, very terrible. The, the other day, too, I was stopped randomly for no reason. They searched my phone, checked inside the car to see to see if I had another phone because they didn't find anything. And when they got frustrated, they annoyed in annoyance. They told me to go. Now, I imagine if I had a smartphone on me, it probably would have gone through it, yeah. said all sorts, and probably pushed me into a van and it's just sad no one has to go through that nobody needs to go through that and go through in both our cases we didn't end up being brutalized but more often than not people are not that lucky people spend days in cells which actually yeah which actually takes us to um um the ways that citizens can handle police pressure when they are um, approached, I I feel I feel um, you should be calm yes. in all situations, no matter what, unless mm-hmm. you're right, being infringed upon. Then definitely you can act accordingly. But being calm is vital because you don't know the um, the state in which these police officers are. You cannot vouch for them. So I mean, it's only right you are calm for. Mm-hmm. It's not to escalate. So, what other um, what other um, words of advice do you have for people to okay, stay in line to avoid? Okay, sometimes people 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 stay calm yeah. and they they still get brutalized. It's that bad. Now, in situations like that, yeah. Yeah. there's nothing you can do. 
actually there, there, there are many things you can do you can fight but in fighting back you might lose your life in fighting back you might uh, obtain serious body injuries and all of that so at the point where aggression yeah. comes in and violence is the language you pipe down you yeah. cooperate with them but be observant because sooner than later you get taken somewhere you get released it's the details you have of the incidents that will help yeah. you backtrack and bring these officers to justice and also knowing yeah. the right channels to report these cases through can help greatly now there's someone doing great work on Twitter his name is um, <laughs> yes and he has helped a lot of people deal with these rogue officers and he's he's a bold voice on Twitter God bless him for us and you can you can follow him on Twitter at Sega Link. Get in contact, get his contact, so you can get in contact with him in case you have a problem. Then there's also the police complaints division. Funny enough, whenever there are incidents reported to them, they do really well, and it's impressive. It's it's really it's yeah, impressive to an extent, yeah. because they they still have their shortcomings. But when cases are caught with evidence. Well, reported this prompt execution of justice i mean in 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 about two days a day after tina's shooting the officers were arrested a day after some officers were caught on video beating up a woman for staying in front of her house they were dismissed from the force so yeah the police police complaint division yeah they've been proven and they can also be contacted in situations like that with details you take note of so basically be observant stay calm don't get killed know the right channels to call all right um so um finally we're going to talk about or rather we're, we're going to you're going to tell us how we can um or how the police force can implement solutions in place to this problem. Okay, so um, now we discussed a couple of causes and I'll just, as I remember them, I'll run through them. I'll just call them out. We discussed poor welfare, training, yeah. uh, lack of contentment, lack of experience, um, power drunkenness, drug abuse, possible yeah. vision, poor recruitment, corruption. corruption. Now, when you look at everything, these are issues that border on uh, a morally bankrupt system. Now, what mm. do you do to a morally bankrupt system? You do one thing and one thing alone. You flush it and then you reform. Now, officers that are bad or have been caught using excessive force, officers that have acted outside the line of their duties should be sacked because these officers cannot continue. There's some um Dave Chappelle, was it Dave Chappelle? Yeah. No, it was no, it was it was Chris Rock. Yeah. Chris Rock said in a, in a comedy special that uh, oh. in some professions you can't afford to have bad eggs. Like <laughs> yeah, you okay, can't say eggs. It was just a bad doctor. That's why we lost the life. No. Same way you can have bad cops. And the moment 
an officer messes up, sack them, and those that are not as bad can be retrained. These officers can be retrained. There needs to be yeah. a huge sweep through the force from top to bottom because the corrupt if the corrupt officers are still there, yeah. they will frustrate the, the, the process, the reform, the reformation process. Yeah. So um external investigations need to be done, reforms need to be carried out, sacks need to be made, yeah. trainings need to be carried out, then the application of the law. Apart from sacking these officers, they need to see jail time because when you just lose your job, you're still a free man. Yeah. Freedom, freedom is underrated. These officers need to lose their freedom for yeah. acting outside of the law. I mean, when you break the law, you're a criminal. So these officers are criminals that deserve to lose their freedom. Yep. And when exactly when, when justice is meted out appropriately, it will serve as a deterrent to other officers. So I think with this, with this things in place, a gradual decline will be seen. I mean, you can't eliminate some things 100%. We don't live in a utopian society, but you can see it reduced to a very minimal level. And I think these things can help with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, please, if you have any relative that's <laughs> an Olokba or a cop, <laughs> please call and they are, they are behaving out of line and you know I mean, this please call them to order There's exactly. always room for talk to the them inside. appeal to them tell them to be the change they want to be they want to see rather if they are hard of yes, hearing <laughs> report them exactly you know the right thing to do alright thank you so much for Anytime. the time Tola I appreciate and um, thank you for listening thank to you guys. our um, podcast you. we yeah, appreciate a lot and um, next week's topic is going to be very vital to touching issue and we're going to have guests. Um, guests on the show so I hope you yes. have stay tuned thank you bye, God guys. stay safe bye